Anyone who has dived headfirst into the confusing topic of food combining will know the anxiety it can cause at each meal. But are there some simple rules you can follow that will dramatically improve your digestion? Today's episode is all about making food combining easy and taking your digestion to the next level. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Nick Broadhurst, and the purpose of all my episodes is to support you in breaking limitations and activating your potential in all areas of your life. Now, that song you're listening to is called Status Quo, which you can find on my album simply by searching for my name in Spotify or iTunes, or you can head to IamNickBroadhurst.com forward slash status quo to hear the full song. Back in 2010, I first came across food combining. And while I can absolutely say that it helped my digestion and my health, it also caused a bit of anxiety because if I ever stepped outside the rules, I thought that my body was going to go into some sort of state of panic and candida would grow out of control. And I know that might sound a bit dramatic, but I'm trying to highlight a point that food combining can seriously cause stress which is why I wanted in today's show to present some ideas that will make it much easier to implement at each meal. Now, if you're not familiar with food combining, it's the understanding of how different foods digest. Proteins, fats, and carbohydrates, they all use different amounts and types of enzymes, while stomach acid is stimulated very differently for different types of foods. This can result in some foods needing an alkaline environment, and others needing an acidic environment. And when you combine acid with alkaline, you end up with a stomach that is kind of neutral. And a neutral stomach means food can just sit around for way too long and start to ferment, which can lead to the growth of pathogenic bacteria like candida. And you know that bloated feeling after a meal? Well, what I'm going to share with you should drastically improve that. But first, a quick disclaimer. Food combining is part of the puzzle. It's not the smoking gun. You have to heal your gut first from any candida or SIBO, which stands for small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, in order to really experience the benefits of good digestion. And that's why very soon I'm going to be doing an episode called How I Cured Candida and SIBO with Sweet Potato and Maple Syrup. And I know that is total clickbait, but the information I'm going to share with you is so important that I want as many people to click on it and find out how I did it. Now, if you are dying to get started on some sort of gut healing protocol that really works, and trust me, I've done way too many to even mention because it's almost embarrassing, then head to IamNickBroadhurst.com forward slash Candida to be taken to a page with the protocol that finally healed my gut. Now, before I make food combining really simple, let's first dive into some of the complexity. And these are the different categories of foods and how they are recommended to be eaten. This, I believe, 
may be the optimal way for your gut function, but maybe not the optimal way for your stress levels, which in turn wrecks your health, right? Over 90% of disease is caused by stress. But anyway, here are the rules, the official rules of food combining. This is summarized, of course, but I don't want to give you too much information, but this will show you some of the complexity. Proteins, such as animal protein, nuts, seeds, dairy, soybeans, and eggs do not go well with lots of fat, oils, or carbohydrates. Fats and oils, like avocado, olive oil, butter, coconut oil, and ghee, they go fine with carbohydrates, but not proteins. Carbohydrates like beans, rice, grains, pumpkin, lentils, potatoes, sweet potato, they go well with fats and oils, but not protein. (sighs) Makes your head spin, right? Non-starchy vegetables, such as asparagus, cabbage, lettuce, kale, parsley, spinach, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, they go really well with protein, fats, oils, and carbohydrates, basically everything except for fruit. Mild starchy vegetables, such as beetroots, carrots, and cauliflower, they go pretty well with proteins, fats, oils, and carbohydrates. And fruit, fruit's easy because, just think of it this way, eat it alone as a separate meal. And if you want to get more specific, there are acidic fruits like grapefruit, lemon, green sour apples, and pineapple that will digest better when they're eaten together. Then there are sub-acid fruits like blueberries, cherry, kiwi, and pear that will also go well together. And then there is the melon family. Always eat melon on its own with no other fruits, unless it's another melon, okay? They're the fruit rules. And as you can see, that is not going to be very easy to remember at each meal. But before I move on to making it easy, as always, you do need to understand what types of foods will make your body thrive according to your body type. So make sure you listen to my Ayurveda Series 1 and Ayurveda Series 2, which I'll link to in today's show notes at iamnickbroadhurst.com forward slash 100. Because I could look at those categories and say, cool, I'm going to go and eat heaps of pineapple and heaps of this and heaps of that. Well, first of all, I know that green sour apples actually don't work well for my constitution. And I also know that melon doesn't feel good in my body. So I'm not going to just follow those rules carte blanche. I'm going to figure out what foods make me thrive. And there are sweet fruits, for example, which is a whole other category such as banana, papaya, prunes, dates, figs, right? Now, these ones, they also work really well together. I tend to look at sweet fruit as its own category, especially bananas, to eat on their own. You know, that classic after-workout banana smoothie with protein and milk and, oh my God, that is, from an Ayurvedic perspective and a food combining perspective, absolute kryptonite for your gut. So when you're thinking of fruits, there are different categories, acid, sub-acid, sweet, and there's melon. But as a general rule, always eat them on their own. That should make it a lot more simple, okay? Don't eat them around other meals. Okay, now let's move on to food combining made easier. And I'm going to give you three simple rules, okay? And they will build on each other. The first rule is keep your meals simple. 
if you're adding loads of different types of foods and flavors, it's just confusing to your body and it's confusing to your mind trying to figure out what the hell goes with what. So think about food as data. You want to keep the data basic so that there's less decoding for the body to do. Okay, Your body has to figure out what to do with all that information. Less data, less information equals less decoding equals better absorption. Okay, and less energy to actually figure this out. Okay, rule number two eat slowly. This is so important on so many levels, and something that I talk about in episode number 34 bless thy food. But also, when it comes to food combining, eating slowly and allowing space gives your body time to know what's about to come, and it can then prepare with the correct enzymes and hydrochloric acid production. Okay, so, so far we've got keep it simple and eat slowly. And the third rule, this is where the rubber hits the road, guys. Eat from soft to hard. Okay, this is where it becomes so much easier. I have trialed for many years the more complex way of food combining, and I've done it this way. And to be honest, I feel better eating this way because it allows my body to get all the different types of macros in each meal that I need to thrive while still being able to digest it properly, and it doesn't do my freaking head in, okay? What you need to do is become conscious of how soft and how hard a food is. And this determines how fast that they're going to move through your digestive tract. So in theory, if for some reason you did want to eat some fruit at a meal, you would eat the fruit first because it's going to move through your digestive tract very quickly. And funny enough, the Italians have done this for centuries by eating their rock melon first. You can actually look at the way Italians eat, and this is something my mentor Stephen Cabral shared with me I found fascinating, and it actually follows these rules. So fascinating. Eating fruit, for example, which is a classic dessert at the end of a meal, is like a bacterial orgy. And I still recommend you eat fruit separately. You just do not need to have a large meal and fruit all in one go. It's too much data, too much confusion. So the magic in this rule comes by eating your starchy carbohydrates first. If you ever eat a meal with me, you'll notice that I eat my white rice or my sweet potato on its own before I put anything else on my plate. And then if I'm going to be eating avocado, which I'll only have with non-animal protein meals, then I'm going to eat that second. Okay. It's still really soft. It's a fat. Okay. But it's still going to move through pretty quickly. Then I'll take a breather and then I'll go and get my steamed veggies and I'll eat those on their own with olive oil and lemon juice to improve iron absorption and digestion. Okay. Because steamed vegetables are still very soft. And next is animal protein. It's getting harder, right? It's starting to take longer to break down and digest. So animal protein is next. And then last of all is raw salad or raw vegetables because they are going to be harder to break down. All those fibers harder than animal protein, so they go last. And if for some reason I do eat some nuts, and it's usually in the form of 10 almonds. I know that's very specific. I'm just anal, but 10 almonds that I soak overnight and then I peel them And I'll snack on those at the end of a meal. And it's usually after my dinner because I'm in a more relaxed state. And that's a better state to be in to digest harder foods like nuts and seeds. Can you see how that all makes sense? It may not get the full tick of approval from food combining aficionados, but I believe we need to test what works for us. And this, my friends, 
has worked very well for me and countless others that my mentor Stephen Cabral has worked with. Where credit is due, thank you, as always, to Stephen Cabral for making the world of healing and nutrition actually doable. Seriously. It can become so confusing that when we have these sorts of things that can make it easy, life is just so much sweeter. So quick recap. Number one, keep it simple. Number two, eat slowly. Number three, soft to hard. I hope that helps you guys. Definitely try it out. And for all of today's show notes, head to imnickbroadhurst.com forward slash 100, where you can also get a full transcript of the show. And please head into iTunes and leave me a radically honest review. I love, love reading your reviews because it tells me so much about you, the audience, who are tuning in and what you're loving about the show. And just in case, she left me a review which said genuine honesty and vulnerability. That was the heading. I love how Nick keeps things real by admitting imperfections and being genuinely honest. He doesn't just show his highlight reel. His words are so inspiring and his wisdom has been so helpful for me. He has prompted me to do my own research in Ayurveda, which has changed so much in my health and happiness. Thanks heaps. Now I will say, thank you so much for that beautiful review. And I take it on board and I love it when people talk about my wisdom, but I want to remind you, it's not mine. This is universal. It's stuff that I had to remember. You already know this. You just may have forgotten along the way because, you know, Things happen to us in life and it covers up our truth, which is to know everything, to be everything and to love. So thank you so much for that beautiful review. And please do share today's episode on Instagram. This is the sort of episode that so many people will benefit from. And it's so easy to share. Just take a screenshot, share it as a post, share it as a story and make sure you tag me at I am Nick Broadhurst so I can say hello. And I often reshare them as well, which is lots of fun. And last of all, head into Spotify, search for my name and hit the follow button. And if you can save my album, which is called Thank You, save it to your Spotify library or add some of your favorite songs to your playlists. I would be super grateful. And remember today to look up, see the beauty around you, see the beauty within you. Be gentle with yourself, especially when it comes to food. Keep things simple. Be kind to your body. Give it what it needs, not too much, not too little. Be love. Listen to your intuition. And as always, have a beautiful day. I love you heaps. Ciao.
And just before you go, just wanted to let you know that the information and views presented in this podcast are personal and for educational and entertainment purposes only. The information presented is not intended as a substitute for medical or professional advice. Please seek advice from a qualified medical practitioner before starting any new diet, health, or lifestyle practice. There you go. Catch you soon.